0: over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer as a minister and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth check it out anthologies from the forefront book two getting closer to god it's on amazon welcome to from the forefront an ethics missions podcast Stories about courageous souls who felt the call of missions and obeyed. On the show this month, we'll be joined by Ernie Peacock of Peacock Ministries. He is a longtime missionary who's got some exciting stuff to talk to us about when it comes to a church plant they're getting ready to uh, put together for Guadalajara, Mexico. Ernie's been... On the field for many years and a lot of assignments, he uh, is uh, joined by his wife Sandra. They've got grown children, and these guys are are, are out there doing it. Uh, some interesting stuff from Ernie. We appreciate him joining us. He's also trying to build a team, so listen in for that. He'll be uh, announcing some details about team formation for the church plant there in Guadalajara, Mexico. It was great to meet him recently and be with him. Uh, in the town of san antonio texas so thanks for joining us for this edition of from the forefront Uh, and make sure and listen all the way to the end ernie will have some information about how to be in touch with him thanks for joining from the forefront from fx missions today we're being joined by ernie peacock ernie is a guy i've recently met actually looking forward to get to know a lot better but we were actually together at the same event in San Antonio, I guess it would be maybe a month ago, and I saw, I guess, Ernie, thanks for joining us, by
1: the way, first of all. <laughs> Great to be here, Scott. <laughs> thanks for the opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I, uh, I saw your banner, I guess it was, with uh, the letters GDL, and uh, GDL might not mean something to everyone, but to me, uh, and I think to you and your sign, it meant Guadalajara, Mexico, and so uh, that got my attention. I passed by your booth the first time you weren't there, and I came back by and hovered a little bit and uh, finally got to talk to you, so thanks for humoring me and my interest in uh, in Guadalajara. Uh, as I understand, Ernie, you guys are, you and Sandra, your wife, are missionaries getting ready to celebrate your uh, 30th year as world missionaries, or maybe you are celebrating that right now. And, uh, currently you're in the States getting ready for your next, uh, project. And, uh, I know I'm not doing an awesome job of introducing you. So would you take just a minute and, (laughs) and, and, uh, you know, tell who you are, where you're from, where you came from and, uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll know you better by that means.
1: Okay, great. Well, thank you, Scott. Uh, well, again, my name's Ernie Peacock and, uh, my wife Sandra and I are Assemblies of God world missionaries and we've been serving, uh, in missions. We are in our 30th year. As a matter of fact, this time 30 years ago, we were, uh, actually raising our support, uh, to go to the field the first time. My, my oldest son is, he will turn 30 on Thursday wow. and he was three months old exactly when we got to our assignment in southern Mexico uh, down just right outside of Acapulco on the coast. It sounds, it sounds glamorous, but it was <laughs> anything but a glamorous uh, g- glamorous first year uh, in missions. Wow. And so, yeah, you and I met uh, recently. And actually, the banner, it says ICGDL. Right, you right. And you're, you're exactly right. A lot of people... Don't have a clue what that means. And it's, it's two sided purposely. We want people to, to inquire about what, what is ICGDL? And it actually stands for International Church of Guadalajara, mm-hmm. GDL being the call letters for the city of Guadalajara. And if you ever visit and hopefully you will, uh, as well as some of the listeners, uh, as you're walking throughout the city, you'll see t-shirts and other. Uh, souvenirs that you can buy that actually have like gdl on right it. so right. that's kind of like that's that's the identifying the, the identifying marker there for us absolutely sandra and i as i said we're in our 30th year and we are going back to guadalajara it's interesting because we we started out in southern mexico uh we were in mexico for 17 years mm. 15 of those 17 we were in the city of guadalajara Wow. And, uh, Sandra and I are church planters. It's really the passion that the Lord has placed in our heart. And I believe it's the equipping as well that, that he's given us. And during our 15 years, of course, while we were in Southern Mexico, initially I was learning the language. Mm-hmm. My wife is from, was born in Mexico and, and, and her parents moved across to the American side when she was about three years old. So, she has the language down pat. As a matter of fact, she's a bilingual educator. Wow. So uh, I guess the Lord, when he put us together 35 years ago, uh, when we met and married, he knew that I would need an interpreter when we got to Mexico. So <laughs> so we did that. We did plant a church when we were down uh, on the coast. But when we got to Guadalajara, we kind of really felt like tent crusades, tr- that type of church planting or pioneering was what the lord wanted us to do and so we began to pursue pursue that we were mentored by a dear friend david godwin who's a great great missionary church planter still 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 missionary at the age of uh he's pushing 80 now wow so, uh and, and pretty close to 80 between 75 and 80 years old very cool just a, still on the mission field <laughs> and so we planted our first church in guadalajara using the tent crusade and and we planted the the subsequent eleven churches. We planted twelve churches in Guadalajara, in that general vicinity. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been, but Guadalajara is the second largest city in Mexico. Conservatively speaking, it's about eight million. It, realistically, it's probably closer to nine or above nine million residents, and it's an incredible city. Mm-hmm. Very technologically advanced. It's probably the most technologically advanced country or city in not just Mexico, but Latin America. Right. And uh, one of the reasons being is because it is uh, the Silicon Valley of Mexico. Wow. Yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of tech industry that's, that has relocated there. They have their factories there, huge warehouses. It's really helped. To bring development to the city, it's an incredible place. So we we left there in 04 and traveled and ministered throughout Latin America. I uh, was working with a couple of different great ministries. Uh, the last one being, uh, well, we worked with with Book of Hope, which is now One Hope a Ministry to children and youth, and then then I worked with Convoy of Hope, which is a disaster relief compassion ministry. And I traveled all throughout Latin America with them as well. And then my wife and I actually just finished a term. We were asked to go and help to initiate a church planting strategy uh, nationwide in the country of Spain. Mm -hmm. So we were part of the national team, helping them to launch uh, this initiative to plant a thousand new churches by the end of the year 2020. We were there three years working with that initiative. We During that time, uh, we we didn't personally plant, but we were a part of the development and mentoring and and ministry in a lot of those churches. Just during our time, over three hundred new churches were planted. Wow! And so we felt, you know, that God began to open another door prior to our leaving Spain. In the last six months, we actually relocated to Madrid and pastored the International Church of Madrid there in, in the heart of Madrid uh, near the Atocha train station and. Just a, a, It was a great experience and something I believe the Lord used to inspire us. Of course, we had already felt the leading to return to Guadalajara, but I believe it was that experience at IC Madrid that really became the, the catalyst for us to return to Guadalajara with a specific vision of planting an international church.
0: That is, that's very cool. I have yet to make it to Spain. Uh, It's certainly on my radar. I've been traveling Latin America for a number of years and actually was in Guadalajara for my first time, maybe about 12 months ago. And uh, Uh so GDL, I was, I was getting tickets to Guadalajara. So that that, uh, airport code is uh, part of the reason why it stuck out to me in recent memory. I had gotten tickets. uh,
1: Well, I hope you had a great experience.
0: Did very well. I, I, I've been to, I would say uh, a large percentage, maybe a third of the the time that I've spent in Mexico has centered around uh, Mexico City. And so I first was in Mexico City in 2005. And, you know, that's the enormity of Mexico City is, is, uh, <laughs> staggering.
1: Yeah, it's overwhelming.
0: <laughs> it really is. And there's so many Mexico cities inside of Mexico City, you know, so it's just so, so big. In that way, the contrast of Guadalajara was very nice uh, comparatively. Met some friends there, know some know some folks there, some really, really good guys. And also, you know, had the experience of the city and 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 the the contrast of Mexico City to Guadalajara was Uh, to the great advantage of Guadalajara in terms of uh, cleanliness, uh, you know, accessibility, uh, traffic,
1: construction.
0: Yeah. yeah, Like you're saying, it's, it's a, it's a well-developed area and uh, obviously a lot of uh, first world experience and conveniences there. And, and also, uh, you know, in some ways for the gospel is uh, creates opportunity as well. So, I'm uh, I'm thankful to see you guys heading out over there.
1: We we're very excited, Scott. And I, I just to just kind of to capture your listeners at this point in time. I just wanted to let them know that not only are we going back to Guadalajara to plant. An international church and, and we can unpack that and why an international church in Guadalajara, but also just to let them know that, that we are recruiting a team where mm. we've been praying and asking the Lord to uh, send us workers that will come and work alongside of us. We're building a true team. It's not just I'm the one in charge and calling all the shots. We want to bring a team of, of creative, uh, people who have good work ethic that want to come alongside of us in 2018 and help us to launch uh, the International Church of Guadalajara. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And if there are any people that are kind of like, well, you know what? I God's been stirring my heart to, to go somewhere and do something. And just wanted to let them know that maybe this is the opportunity that the Lord has been speaking to them about. Absolutely.
0: Well, what I, I, I saw some of the communication you'd sent me, but if you don't mind mentioning what what kind of uh, jobs or what kind of positions or you know what kind of uh, tasks are you trying to fill there inside your team,
1: I appreciate you asking that. First of all, let me just say that the international church, and if you don't mind, let me kind sure. of get into some of the some of the logistics mm-hmm. uh, before we get to some of the needs. And Guadalajara, there are three three target audiences that we're we're looking to reach mm-hmm. and all three are what I put into the influencer category okay these are people that uh, have positions of influence or will soon work in positions of influence whether it be in the marketplace as doctors, lawyers, engineers, architects, et cetera, or whether it be in the p- political realm as well. Mm-hmm. And so just to g- break that down a little bit, because Guadalajara is Guadalajara is becoming uh, an international hub. You have all of this technology industries there, which has brought in people from all over the world to run these industries. As well as the sub, you know, the, the supporting uh, companies and, and industry that's been created out of that as well. So you have people from all over the world that are living there uh, and working there. And then you have the Guadalajara is a major university city. Just the University of Guadalajara alone has over 250,000 enrolled students. Oh, wow. And that's not on one campus. They have several campuses spread out throughout the city. Mm-hmm. But just to to speak of the the magnitude of the student population, and again, one university. Wow. Of course, that's the largest. It's probably the major. But there are other very important universities that cater to not just the Latin American internationals, but people from all over the world that come there. To study, mm-hmm. and so we have the professional crowd, we have the student population, and and by the way, to my knowledge, at least I know within our organization, but I am unfamiliar with any groups that have made any major inroad into any of these universities, mm-hmm. and so this the university population is a harvest field, mm-hmm. and we we. we we want to go after them. And then the third is the Mexicans themselves, the Mexican Gen Xers or mm-hmm. the millennials that have completely changed since I was there. I left in 04. Mm-hmm. So we have a new generation of Mexicans that have grown up with a very different mentality. First of all, they're very educated. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they work in the global marketplace. Thirdly, they speak English very well. Mm-hmm. And they send their children to English speaking schools. And so English and that international mindset is a is, our global mindset is a big part of who they are personally and culturally. And I guess the one common denominator in all of these three groups that I'm speaking of uh, is English the international speak English and we saw that in Madrid. I mean, we had 45 nations represented at the at the international church of Madrid. Wow. And and from all over from from China, all over Asia, all over Europe uh and throughout Latin America and English was was the common denominator. Mm-hmm. And uh so we we desire to follow the format that to some degree of what we had, and we'll contextualize it in Mexico, because Ma- Madrid, even though they speak Spanish, it's Europe, and so there's right, a different mentality. Right, yeah. But we're not reaching one culture, which is very cool, so we're not highlighting one particular culture either, yeah. uh, not the American culture nor the Mexican culture. This is a tr- going to be a true international work. And so what they have in common is 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 the English, yeah. but what they also have in common is they are – I guess of the age group where they want to connect, mm-hmm. they they're looking for for people and places to connect, and I believe that I see Guadalajara will become that. Yes, these three groups that I've mentioned mm-hmm. have become the new unreached people's groups in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking if if you look at Europe, and, and this is kind of the the context that. We're bringing the IC church out of Europe has been planting IC churches very successfully for over 30 years. Hmm. And so, so have certain areas of Asia. Mm-hmm. And those churches have really in those countries become the tip of the spear in many regards, because in a lot of those countries, the national church is, is very small mm-hmm. normally. Yeah. And Not just that, but they're reaching pretty much their people. They're reaching the people of their country that speak their language, Mm -hmm. and they're really not paying too much attention to the international populations or these other groups that I mentioned that they're not reaching the, the student population and they're not reaching the millennials, the Gen Xers, and so this has become a new unreached people's group in these major cities around the world, not just in Mexico. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, they're with the trend to urbanizing, I mean, over the last 50 right. years, and then you put in the layer of post post-modernism, <laughs> you right. know, we, that, that's the storm yeah. you're talking about attacking. And I think it's uh, extremely strategic, uh, I can see with, you know, just, just knowing a little bit about the urbanizing trend of the, of the globe plus the, you know, like, uh, beyond postmodernism thought this generation is going to stand for and be counted as something. If we're, if we're approaching it properly in the gospel, that harvest will uh, not be incomplete. So I applaud your, uh, strategic approach there. And, and, uh, With the international piece as well, you know, these a lot of a lot of times there's opportunity and vulnerability, personal vulnerability that's created when you're outside your context, your normal culture that you wouldn't experience in all the built-in surroundings of where you're from. So very cool, very 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 cool. I like uh, everything you're saying. Really appreciate uh, you taking time to break that down. Did you want to mention specifically? anything in addition about the team or anything specific about that
1: yeah we're well first of all we're, there are no age restrictions obviously if you, you've you've got to be uh, at least 18 years sure. old but uh in ter- to to come on a long term basis mm-hmm. and we do work with and we have in the past worked with many short term okay. t- people that say you know what god's not calling me to 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 go for a year or two years but you know we certainly we'd like to to assemble some of uh, our young adults mm-hmm. or some of our our youth and, and take a team and work with you in Guadalajara and do some evangelism. Mm-hmm. And so we've 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 done a lot of evangelism with young people coming from the states as well as church construction. Yeah. Sandra and I we we built twelve churches and a lot of other facilities while we were there. But in terms of the long term, there are actually two there are two options to serve and one is uh uh the maps which is a missionary advanced placement service Mm -hmm. understanding i'm I'm with the assemblies of god so people that even even if they're not assemblies of god they're still welcome to come as long as our doctrine you know the basics of our doctrine our core doctrine lines up we welcome uh welcome jesus said whosoever will right (laughs) and so that with that's that's our motto yes and if God's calling you, then we, we want you to come serve mm. and so we we prefer to to route you through what we call the pipeline uh-huh. through the assemblies of God, and a pipeline basically is is the application process if you make initial contact, then they there's follow up there and information that you need as well. but the maps assignment is a one year minus one day you can't be one year, but it's one year minus up to one Okay. Up to one year minus one day assignment. That's the MAPS assignment. Uh-huh. And the second assignment is more of what we refer to as a missionary track. People who say, you know, maybe they have a call uh, to missions, but they're not sure that they want to do that as a vocation, mm-hmm. you know, a lifetime call. Mm-hmm. And this really helps them filter through some of the you know the emotions and the experience to determine whether you know it is a, a lifetime call. And so the Missionary Associate is a one year to two year uh assignment. It's a little more uh, detailed, there is some language school required, mm-hmm. but there are two tracks, right? Yeah. So we're looking in in the church that we're we're looking to launch in 2018. We're looking for people that have media. Uh, obviously, this is a, a, a tech-savvy generation mm-hmm. that we're, we're working in, and, and I, especially in Mexico, the church has not tapped into that. Right. In Madrid, uh, about 95% of the people that visited the church, and we were running between 20 and 30 visitors, averaging uh, every Sunday during the three services that we had. Wow between uh, about 95% of those 20 to 30 visitors actually found us on the, on the web, Mm. probably about 85 to 90% of those that visited were actually just passing through, but they wanted to, it was interesting on their vacation, looking for an English speaking church to come and (laughs) worship. And we were one of the only ones in, in Madrid, the church was bilingual and we planned to do a bilingual format, Mm -hmm as well in Guadalajara. So we're looking for uh, media and tech-savvy people mm-hmm. that have experience working with computers, Macs, a lot of graphics, web, sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for people who know how to work the media, the social media, mm-hmm. to do networking for us through the different media, ty- uh, media types that are out there. We're looking for people who have worshipped Ministry experience and want to be uh, either a leader or part of our worship team, mm-hmm. and we look—we're probably looking at have multiple services. So it's always good to have more than one leader. Right. We're looking for people as well, university campus outreach coordinator, mm-hmm. someone who can lead that effort for us. Children, youth, young adult ministry leaders—someone that can. Do has administrative experience? Be our office administrator. We need an accountant. We need people who have uh, English as a second language experience or want to learn. We will have all of those materials, mm-hmm. and so we want to offer English as a second language to kind of be a a touch point sure. uh, for the church. And then uh, we also we do. Sandra and I work. We're working with between four and five hundred youth every summer uh, in Guadalajara. And we want to continue there, that stream of, of young people from the states to come in and work with us to get that experience, mm-hmm. to, to be a blessing to the national church. Not just us, mm-hmm. not just our work and what we're doing, mm-hmm. but we, we, we want to continue to uh, resource the national church there in Guadalajara and the surrounding area to take ministry teams in and to be a blessing to them as well as construction. Someone I'm looking for, a construction coordinator, Mm -hmm. someone that, that would says, you know what, I'm not a preacher, but I can build something. Mm. The reason why I say all that is we want to continue to resource the national church. And of course they, they will work with us as well at the IC Guadalajara Mm -hmm. plant. But uh, I I can't do all that in the past. You know, I did all the teams, I did all the construction, and I led all that. But uh what God wants to do in this season of our ministry with ICGDL is much, much more than just you know me and, and two or three people can do. Thus sure. we're looking to assemble a, a great team to come and work with us.
0: Absolutely. I think that's a really great opportunity, you know, for a variety of types of exposure and experience from short term uh right on down to this as you'd mentioned the pipeline program or the the missionary associate program that sounds very attractive and i know uh we'll be praying for you guys for the right candidates for the right people to get involved for the accomplishment of your of your overall mission we're actually coming up on our our time here i've got one question i want to ask you f- that hopefully you can elaborate on a little bit and if possible i'd like to Maybe we can get back on the schedule. I know I'm doing some traveling. I know you're quite busy, but maybe over the next weeks here, we can get back on the schedule for a second uh, go-round. Sure. I've got a number of questions. I'll send you the body of them in in an email so that you can look at those and prepare in advance for our next time to talk. Really wanted to take uh, as much time as we could today to talk about what you guys were planting, what you're doing. The name of our podcast here, From the Forefront, we're looking for people – who are at the forefront doing something, you know, that the essence of leadership is action. And so yeah. we're, we're trying to inspire people, not, not only, uh, who are already acting, but we're trying to inspire people who are thinking about <laughs> and contemplating action. So right. in, in, uh, kind of in light of that, and I know I haven't given you this question in advance, so, I understand if you're you're not as prepared as you'd like to be. Sorry about that. But Go ahead. what would you tell a young missionary or somebody who's considering going? You're kind of a father in this effort after after as many years and as many assignments as you've had. You know, the the first step often is the most difficult one to take and that the, mm-hmm. you know, the one the enemy certainly wants to prevent in uh, regard to missions. Does something come to mind that you would want to pass on to a young missionary who's feeling a calling or someone who's feeling a calling and trying to decide to step out? What would you say to that person?
1: Well, that is a great question, Scott. First, I'd I'd tell them to go to our website. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Which is peacock, like the bird, peacockministries.org. Okay. Uh, or peacockministries.com. They could also go to icgdl dot com, uh-huh. and it would also reroute them to to our website because that's that's currently under you know being uh, being laid sure, out. Sure. So that's what I would tell them: go to our website and look at some of the the information there. First of all, mm-hmm. secondly, Scott, when we Sandra and I went out thirty years ago. We, uh, I was uh, 29 years old. We, Sandra was pregnant. We had a a child on the way. And a lot of times people use that as well. I can't go. I, you know, this is, I can't take, and that's just really up to you. You've got to follow your leading in that. Mm -hmm. We, we knew we were called to go. We knew the door had opened for us. I was an ordained assemblies of God minister and the assemblies of God has probably the finest world missions program. And so that was an option for us as an AG minister. Yeah. However, we connected with someone down South who already had an established ministry was not, he was assemblies of God, but he was not within the organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, God was blessing him sure. and went down and ministered the door. They opened the door for us to come. So it was kind of a, a right now mm-hmm. call. Mm-hmm. And so, I, first of all, I would su- I would recommend, and this is what we did. We, My wife and I, we prayed a lot uh, about it and and really got God's confirmation as to this is the moment. Mm -hmm. And secondly, we sought out our leadership. Mm. We we didn't want to just go rogue or just do our own thing. We wanted to be in the will of God. And so we personally went to those who were our leaders in the organization, and we shared our heart, our vision, our call, and we submitted to their counsel. Mm -hmm. And you know they counseled us. Yeah. The door was open, and to, to go through that door, and then they gave us some other guidelines. So I would, I would say, look, go to your pastor, go to the to the person, the people that that you submit to spiritually uh, in leadership, mm-hmm. and share your heart with them, and ask them to pray with you about about this. And you know, someone said, provision always follows. The vision, right? Mm -hmm. And and I would say that provision follows the mission because this is God's mission. It's not my mission. It's not your mission. This is God's mission. And when God calls us to mission, and whether it's here at home or abroad, provision will follow. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's a, the key word, follow. Mm-hmm. You rarely have all the money that you need uh-huh. to do what you want to do, right? right. But when, as you take that step of faith, if God is calling you and you've submitted and your leadership is in agreement, know that as you begin to take those steps of faith in, in God's direction and the direction of mission, then provision will will soon follow oh, wow. And also I would recommend that you begin to prepare, mm. you know, Hey, if you're going to Mexico, start, just start taking some Spanish classes, mm-hmm. uh, start re- reading about Mexican culture because you're not going there. We didn't go there to change those people. Right. We went there to tell them about Jesus yeah. and let the Holy spirit bring, bring the changes within their cultural setting that he wanted to bring. Right? Yes. And so begin to read about the culture of the country that you're, you're going to work in. And so those are a a couple of things. And and two, listen, God, God will confirm his call in your life. And and that's important because there will be times as you begin to go through the process, because it's really hard. Like you said, that first step, Mm. that's the most difficult Mm. step in the process. But you know what? God, you're gonna be somewhere in the process, maybe even get to the field, and you're going, Well, what, what am I doing here? Right. <laughs> what am I doing here? Well, you, you gotta go back to that call. Mm. You gotta go back to that moment where you knew that God was speaking to you, that this was his will for your life. Mm-hmm. And so those were just just some of the things wow. that personally we experience and some things that I would recommend. Yeah to anyone who was contemplating being a part of a missions work. Wow. The excellent, excellent input,
0: Ernie. Thank you very much for that's extremely concise, but there is so much inside of what you said, so many key pieces of uh encouragement there that obviously extremely comprehensive. You took a minute there and gave us, you know, something we could break down in over a month, you know. So thanks for that.
1: <laughs> well hopefully it'll help someone. No, qu- no question
0: it will. Those are powerful, powerful things. Uh uh so oh, thank thanks. You. Thanks for sharing that. i as I mentioned I'll send you a a follow-up email. Maybe we can get on the schedule and I'll get, get, that, to. get some details over. Uh, you'd mentioned peacock I-C-G-D-L.com, dot com, uh peacock ministries like the bird. And I'm I'm assuming ministries right. is plural. And dot yeah. uh, org, dot com, or org, either either one. Okay, either one. And as you'd mentioned, also the icdl dot com site is redirecting to your main site while you're while you're pulling everything. together. makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Is there an info at uh, PeacockMinistries.com dot com or some email address or or anything else you'd like to give?
1: Yeah, there's a link there. If you scroll down on Uh the page and my, my 30 year old's telling me I need to reduce my content. (laughs) But so that, that said, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, so now it's a matter of making time, but yeah, if they scroll down a little bit, there's a contact. Okay. There may even be a contact link. I'm not Uh looking at it that will, that will basically you can submit your information. It will come directly to me and then we can, can, we can dialogue from that point.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Now, can people find, content about what you guys have done, maybe some of your, your ministry resources and stuff like that? Can they find that on your website?
1: There's a video on our website. It kind of gives you a 30-year overview mm-hmm. of, of many of the things that we've been involved in. It's it's about four minutes, Okay, but it just kind of introduces yeah. you to me and my family, awesome. and then it just shares with you a lot of the the ministry that that we were involved in. Awesome. Well, with your
0: permission, I, I might backlink to that in, when the blog here is published sure. so that people can click straight through to that. And uh, once again, thanks for joining us. And, and let me say this too. I really appreciate your faithfulness for the gospel you, and in the mission of Christ over as many years and as many efforts and as many projects and as many cities and relationships, I know, having been in Christ about 30 years myself, but a little less than you, I know the challenges that come, uh, and, and, you know, the things that try to de- derail us. And, uh, I just want to say thank you for your commitment and your follow through, uh, for the gospel.
1: Well, thank you, Scott. I, I, I believe we've got the best, best job in the world. So
0: absolutely.
1: We just thank the Lord for for his call. This podcast made possible through the
0: partnership of Engaging Missions Show, bringing missions home, and encouraging you to hear a message, make connections, and take action. Find out more at engagingmissions.com. Thanks for joining us for the FX Missions podcast from the forefront. If you'd like to find out more about FX Missions, please do so at our blog, fxmissions.com. With quite a bit of content out there, we hope you enjoy it. Also, if you'd like to rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, we would really appreciate it. And find out more about today's guest at our Facebook page. Just search for From the Forefront on Facebook. If you know of someone who should be featured on from the forefront because of their forefront missions experience or exploits please reach out to us at info at fxmissions.com thanks again for joining us and until next time I'm Scott McClelland and you have a good one